I always love taking the opportunity to punish you in new and and just beautiful ways. And I didn't think it could ever go as far as this. Making you watch 90 minutes of the Star Wars Holiday Special, all 90 minutes in one sitting, is just the absolute best thing I could ever do to you. So fuck you for diving bell and butterfly. Now you've seen the Holiday Special and you'll never get that out of your and fucking retinas. Fuck you for this, because this is probably one of the worst movies ever created. <laughs> Welcome to Super Movie Brothers. Let's start the show. Welcome to Super Movie Brothers. I'm your host, Super Movie Brother Dave, and it is Christmas Day over here. So, I woke up this morning and I wasn't feeling very merry because uh, we had some extreme storms come rolling right on through here and we found out that our roof apparently has a leak and we found out at one o'clock in the morning as you just hear that sound on on the hard tile floor and i'm like what the fuck is that so i go walking over and sure enough our roof has sprung a leak so i went to bed not feeling very merry we didn't have my daughter up for christmas day either so we just kind of woke up and it was just another day we did watch wonder woman 84 and soul and just had kind of like a day of sitting around watching movies not doing a whole lot so that got me thinking of like well we didn't really record anything for christmas this year and that feels kind of shitty to me usually we do we do like a christmas cocktail like when me and my wife did love actually or we do a a a cocktail for gremlins that we've done in the past we did a christmas special with a cocktail for that but this year it, it just didn't feel like christmas so i was sitting around and i was like you know what i'm going to make a christmas cocktail and being as we just did an episode for the season finale of Mandalorian Season 2, and I was feeling extra Force-sensitive today, and just a little bit filled with Life Day cheer, I decided that uh, I would just make a cocktail for Life Day, for the Star Wars Holiday Special. Now, obviously, I didn't get a chance to sit down with Jay and record, but way back when, some time ago, in 2018, uh, me and Jay were assigning each other movie homework assignments. So, uh, you know, Jay watched Evil Dead 2 on one of those movie homework assignments, and he didn't like it. And that pissed me off. I took that personally. So the next time that I got to assign him movie homework, I assigned him Star Wars Holiday Special. I made him watch it on YouTube in all of its absolute muddy what i assume is probably only 180p resolution glory <laughs> and then we recorded uh, a brief segment on it so uh, this episode that i'm giving you is going to be that segment it's going to be me and jay kind of discussing the star wars holiday special a little bit uh now like i said this is back from 2018 so uh, we may sound a little different uh we may make references to things uh that are not current so it may not really it may not really jive with our current content but i wanted to make sure that i got something out for the holiday and since this is like episode 75 i think it was it was it was way back in 2018 that stuff isn't available on itunes because we we've switched our podcast uh 
our podcast hosting site, and for some reason, our original site has basically taken everything from episode one to episode one thirty-five, and they've locked them away. I can't. I for some reason I can't get them on our new hosting site. Short of me actually going through and downloading each and every single one of those episodes, reposting them with new with with episode art and description, and I don't, that's one hundred and thirty-four episodes. I got to do that for it is time consuming. So uh, I I will have some time off from work coming up. Maybe I'll I'll be able to squeeze in doing that and, and getting those episodes added on to there. Um, the downside to doing that is you guys who subscribe, they are then going to show up at the top of your feed as if they're a brand new episode and they're not. So I kind of toyed with the idea of just kind of like publishing them as their own thing or just, you know, I think the show's come so far. Do we really even need to go back that far since we're a current podcast? So these are all things that I think about that keep me up at night. You know, I rarely sleep and that's, that's, that's the truth. (laughs) So what I wound up doing was I decided I was going to make a movie cocktail for the Star Wars holiday special. And I, 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 I sprung up you know, I rose such a clatter, <laughs> and I ran into my kitchen, and I was just looking around, and I wanted it to to feel to feel very wooky. You know, I wanted it to, to I wanted it to be brown. Yeah, I wanted it to I, I wanted it to really represent the, the the Chewbacca family, and you know, I want I want to picture little Lumpy sitting down with his hot chocolate drinking this because I mean, yeah, they're they're a little bit more liberal uh, there on Kashyyyk uh, with with the rest of the Wookies, and uh, they allow their children to to invite vibe a little bit it's kind of like france and germany Uh, so i created the life day wookie chocolate and what this cocktail is two ounces of vodka one half ounce of kalua one half ounce of amaretto one packet of hot chocolate mix two cups of hot milk one quarter cup of hazelnut creamer if you don't like hazelnut creamer, you can use some other creamer. I just did it to, to I just use creamer to kind of like thicken it up a little bit. Uh, so I, I we use almond milk and stuff here, you know, the, lesser than skim. Uh, so I wanted to thicken it up a little bit, so I did add some some creamer. Uh, but you know, if if you're using whole milk, if you're using you know, you can use whole milk or whatever type of creamer you think would go well with it. You can feel free to use. And then I garnish it with cinnamon, marshmallows and a cinnamon stick and i gotta be honest with you i i wasn't expecting a whole lot because i just kind of like was like throwing things together like a mad scientist and i was just like it'll work and it did and it did but the the downside of it is it's fucking boozy like i'm talking boozy you're gonna get very merry off of this it's gonna give you that extra holiday cheer if you know what i'm saying so (laughs) if you if you do try this you know Make sure you're not doing anything else for the rest of the day. Make sure that this is like a lazy Saturday or Sunday uh, morning type thing. But, you know, I, I did really enjoy this cocktail. And I just wanted to do something, you know, for the holiday that really showed my love of Star Wars and, and was something that was uh, was somewhat Christmassy uh, to bring to you guys. And if you missed the recipe here, uh, don't forget, I'll put the recipe in the in the description of this episode. And it's also posted on our social media. So it's uh, you can find it on Twitter, at SuperMoviePod. You can find it on Facebook, Super Movie Bros Podcast on there. And uh, it's also on our Instagram. So you can follow me on Instagram, I am SMB 
Dave on there. And Jay runs the Super Movie Bros Instagram. So you could just search uh, for either one of those and you will see the cocktail on there. So uh, we're going to get into me and Jay discussing the holiday special from a certain point of view. So what I told you was true from a certain point of view. A certain point of view? Luke, you're going to find that many of the truths we cling to depend greatly on our own point of view. To Jay's chagrin, we are going to be talking about the Star Wars Holiday Special. Stay tuned for this. Happy Life Day. I know you're searching for me. Searching, searching. I am here. My voice is for you alone. I am found in your eyes only. I exist for you. I am in your mind. As you create me. Oh, yes. I can feel my creation. <laughs> I'm getting your message. Are you getting mine? Oh, oh. We are excited, aren't we? Well, just relax. Just relax. Yeah. the moment you've all been waiting for it took some convincing but i got jay to watch the star wars holiday special it wasn't really so much convincing dave it was more or less i felt like i was forced upon watching something um that i had no time to watch <laughs> so i had to watch this doing things that i would normally be doing at the time and uh that was going to the gym after work and having to watch half of this movie or 35 minutes of this movie on the treadmill um, which made me run a lot faster and <laughs> harder than I normally would. In hopes that you could would. outrun it. <laughs> exactly, because I was literally like, what the fuck am I watching? Um, just baffled by what the hell was on the screen and what I was listening to, and it was just a disaster. Jay, you were watching the most, the most disastrous holiday christmas special that's ever been put on television ever that's what you were watching man it's crazy but this is like i can't believe it. it's a star wars film it's star wars right it's and star wars and 
And Lucas had his hands in it, <laughs> uh, his hands deep in it, which is crazy. All right. So and then after the fact, so everyone knows about the holiday special uh, before the Internet was was as big as it is before it was it was this much of a thing. The holiday special was something that that existed, that people could uh, that, that people could only find in hushed tones in the back corner of cons in some guy that that was selling stuff there in, in the in the bottom box hidden inside of VHSs. You could find a bootleg of the holiday special. Right. It's never been put on on home video for people to purchase. Never once, not ever. Even the shitty Ewok films from the from, from the late 80s have been put on to DVD at least once. That's the Caravan of Courage <laughs> that you could that you can buy. And those are fucking pretty bad, but they're not this. Even droids and Ewoks, the shitty 80s cartoons, have been put on DVD and VHS, but never this. It's because everyone involved in it was so fucking embarrassed by it. Everybody, that, yeah. So, and George Lucas has gone on record saying that, that, you know, if he could, if he had the time, the money, the resources, and a sledgehammer big enough, he would go to every convention and find every bootleg copy and destroy it if he had the if yep. he had the opportunity and he was so embarrassed by this now this this came Rightfully out Rightfully so this came out in 1978 uh it was it was just several months before star wars had landed uh and and people were feverish after no right after it was right after right yeah. people were feverish for 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 some sort of of sequel now obviously empire strikes back is 3 years away lucas was in the midst of writing star wars uh the empire strikes back at the time that 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 this was was coming out so the holiday special w- was thrown in front of him by abc and he he he, he met it and and he did it he hired pl- I, I feel like they filmed this thing like right at the very end of shooting um yeah you know right at the height of its success probably towards the end of summer is when they started probably when they yeah. started writing and shooting it bruce valanche was one of the writers who's gone on the record as saying Crazy. He, he he doesn't apologize for it he just says that he did a lot of cocaine while writing it <laughs> <laughs> and he was very high while writing it. So if you don't know the story of it, yeah. the story is Chewie and Han have to get Chewbacca home to Kazook. That's right. If you're a Star Wars fan, the Wookiee home planet in this is is referred to as Kazook, not Kashyyyk, which is what it, it is now referred to and what it is canon as being. Uh, they have to go to Kazook to drop Chewie off so that he can celebrate Life Day mm. with his family of Wookiees. And what happens is, instead of following the interesting adventure of Chewbacca and Han Solo as no. they navigate through Imperial uh, filled space and try to and 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 try to get past the Imperial blockade that surrounds. Kazook. Uh, instead of following the interesting story of space battles and stuff like that to get Chewie home, instead we follow Chewie's family as they as they kind of experience life day. Mom is cooking dinner. Uh, Itchy, the grandfather, is is watching softcore porn, and and uh, Lumpy, the Chewbacca's son, is watching a series of strange videos on Hollow Vid. And what we see is all the different forms of entertainment that they are that that they are consuming. So at one point, um, Mala, who is Chewbacca's wife, is is cooking life day dinner, and she yeah. watches a cook- show about a four-armed lady well a man playing a lady is it's 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 a it's a it's a trans alien yes uh cooking and the <laughs> and i swear to god whip star whip star whip whip star <laughs> it's just it gets said so often and so, on a loop 
Oh my god! <laughs> it's just you're just like what the fuck, oh and the whole time god. there's this Wookie just standing, this giant carpet just standing there, just smashing things inside of a fucking yeah. not even like a pot. It's a wash basin. <laughs> She's just like mashing things inside of. Oh uh, the god! It, it that is- that was the moment when I first said like an out loud thing on the treadmill. I was like, "What the fuck, Dave?" I was like, "What are you giving me to watch?" Like I was like, seriously, like just I, completely mind blown at that point. I told you it was awful, but get through it because wow. there's a reason for it. Because <laughs> yeah. I knew that you'd be so angry by watching it that you would want to do nothing more than hate on it here on the podcast. <laughs> oh, it's just it's endless. It's just everything about it is terrible. The fucking pacing of it, the 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 the, the fade outs and fade ins with the the obvious um commercial breaks the fact that it just plots along and plots along in very boring um you know wookie um story elements that just are like grossly boring and and um like very uncomfortable talk about <laughs> pacing the first 20 minutes of this movie is oh well, I I'm probably for the first ten minutes. It does. It's hard to tell. It time. doesn't matter. It's, it's all over the place. It's hard yeah. to tell time in this film because ten minutes seems like you've already watched it for two hours. Ten oh. minutes is too long. The first beginning is just. This is the longest ninety six minutes ever. Is a series of Wookie grunts and howls and <laughs> like going on and on for so fucking long that you're like. Is is there going to be a human who speaks in this? Who talks like at all? Please, anything. And then the first thing you see is is Lumpy the Wookie watching like some sort of circus delay oh, uh, performance. Yeah, and that goes on for like five. Minutes it was like the itself. Oompa Loompas or something. It was ridiculous. It was so. That was What's wrong with Oompa Loompas, man? Now you're hating on things that aren't this. Come on, I now. am not hating on Oompa Loompas. I'm hating on George Lucas's Oompa Loompas because. They were atrocious looking. Yeah. Um, yeah. The visual effects in this movie throughout was absolute garbage. I mean, I just. Well, it was made for TV. So give it a little bit of a break on its visual. I mean, when the Millennium Falcon. Now, now, granted, you're watching a bootleg on on that was that was a VHS taping of 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 it you know you're like like you're watching that rip to youtube and remember that it was in 1978 so the quality of tvs weren't that great so you're watching a rip of a rip of a rip then thrown up on youtube so don't give it too much of a True. knock on on quality all right i give you that as far as wookie costumes go i mean they're okay they're not as good as chewbacca but yeah yeah, yeah. they're no, okay but then you know i mean in the beginning you get the millennium falcon screaming in you get you get two star destroyers looming overhead and you're like oh man I'm in for a treat, and boy, are you not! <laughs> and, and I mean, every actor just seemed like they 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 showed up there because they were told they had to. Like they were told this was important. Pretty much, like, you know, Luke contractual, yeah. And, and everything, or they just gave him a shitload of money. Interaction is so awkward, right? So, so like when when, when but it's also the way it's written and directed, right. you know, and the way the whole thing was thrown <laughs> together, it just doesn't make any sense now, at all. Bruce Valanche, who I said was one of the writers on it, begged George Lucas to please, 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 don't make this about the Wookiees. Have them be part of it by all means, but don't make it about the Wookiees because then everything has to be done in, in Wookiee speak. And he was like, yeah, no, because the Wookiees are going to be a big part of the rest of the series because he was not 
done writing episode, no, no matter what. So gets, he was still working things out. Right, yeah. No matter what gets said about Star Wars, you know how how he says it's always been a nine part trilogy and all the uh, a nine part anthology and all this stuff. Really, what it was was he had he had the the outline, a story idea, but the but some of the details and and some of the side plots and some of the side characters he didn't have all worked out, and he was still writing a lot of the Empire Strikes Back. In fact, he was writing a fair bit of it um, to the to the fact that uh, Art Carney's character, who is kind of like this tradesman on 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 Kashyyyk, or what well, Kazook uh, on the Wookiee homeworld, who 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 is is kind of like he he trades with the Empire, but he also trades with the Wookiee. That was the original prototype for Lando. That was supposed to be Lando, mm. but instead, you know, instead of going with Art Carney like this th- this old type of like swindler and and, and trademan that, yeah, that is great. in Kazook, instead of him, they wind up going with with the Lando we got, which is obviously far better. So I would I would like to say that because this existed, Lucas learned from his mistakes and kind of made a better Empire Strikes Back for it. I guess, I guess. But Bruce Valange begged him to not do Wookiees because the first because the whole film would just be Wookiees grunting, and that's exactly what this and is. And it was, it was. I mean, <laughs> what else could it be? I mean, that's essentially the the spine of the feature um really was was their story and and yeah. and, and and you know chewy getting back to them and that's essentially because it because it was a holiday special so they had to have a holiday guess, in there but. and and they tried but it was so gosh it was so off-putting and 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 really hard to watch and, and take in <laughs> And then all the subplots and all the little sub musical so numbers were this. even worse. The musical numbers were just were so thrown in and so I mean, don't disgustingly get me terrible. I despise this. I despise it to to no end. The fact that this exists in the Star Wars universe and obviously is not it's canon disgrace. is 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 pretty disgraceful. But you you were watching this as like a real movie. You're trying to review this like you're a real movie. Oh, the, the plot, the subplot, you know, uh, somewhere in the third act did this happen. Wow. It's like, How else am I supposed to review it? There I mean, is no act. This was this was a holiday special with a loose. It's with a almost loose, like a variety special. That's exactly really. what it was yeah. supposed to be. It's supposed to be like a variety special. Doesn't matter. Like even a, still, like a Star Wars holiday. No, we talked about hour. it earlier. There there are some some elements that were better than others. We said the uh, was it the cartoon. The cartoon, yeah. The fuck cartoon yeah. was the best. Segment. I mean, the the most it was still poorly poorly written um the whole story of the cartoon was just ridiculous <laughs> um it didn't make any sense it didn't you know it just didn't make any sense um and um but also like <laughs> you know just just silly stuff like oh my god like you know it, it was it was kind of i I always love seeing stormtroopers there's something about seeing stormtroopers you just feel all right <laughs> I just love the way they look. I think they always, you, you, they don't do anything wrong. Like as far as like their character, they, they right. do a purpose. They always look badass and whatever. Well, you I mean you mentioned a cartoon. The cartoon was done by Nalvana Studios, and obviously, like there's 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 Japanese writing on there, so it's kind of like it's it's like a Japanese uh, anime. And one of the things uh, it, that Nalvana Studios went on to do was they went on to do the droids and Ewoks cartoons in the late '80s for for Star Wars. But the cartoon is also the first appearance of Boba Fett, and Boba Fett a who first, looks great, who first appears as as a friend. Number one, number two, he's more blue than he is. Is, you know, green is blue and beige, which wound up being the prototype for Django Fett later on in the prequels. And, you know, they they also at the end, R2D2 mentions, well, well, bleeps and whoops and tells C3PO that 
that Boba Fett's not someone to be trusted. You can't take him back to the base. He's Darth Vader's second-hand man, which is which is one of those things that like when he was a toy, he was a toy long before he was in the film, and he was a um he was in this holiday special two years before Empire Strikes Back came out. So his character wasn't completely flushed out, which is why Han has no clue who the fuck he is. Chewie doesn't know who he is, even though he's a bounty hunter who works. But he trusts for, them for for yeah. right. For for Boba Fett for for he's a bounty hunter that worked for Jabba the Hutt that was hunting Han down you know uh, it, it it none of that was even in the plot yet it was it was that he was Vader's second hand man which goes back to some of Ralph Quarry's original artwork where uh, Boba Fett's original costume was more along the lines of a stormtrooper he was he was in white armor and stuff like that. And but his storyline is so pointless. It is. It's all pointless. Jay, Jay this whole thing is pointless. There's, there's nothing. There's. If anyone thought that a holiday special would add anything of substance to the Star Wars universe, you were wrong. The, the, this is the, the sound m- of Jay Short watching this movie. <laughs> you were fucking it? <laughs> you sucking its dick? I was fucking bashing my head on anything I could find because I, I could not stand watching this. This is one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life. I mean, there's some, there's the, but there is some cool things that came out of this. Barely. Boba Fett. If that, <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. But uh, there's, <sighs> there's, there's also, you know, <laughs> this also adds the fact that Chewbacca has a family. And he's been just gallivanting with Han Solo out in the cosmos for, for God knows how long. A creepy him for family. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my God! Uh, I mean, so and their interactions at the very end of the movie was itchy, vomit-inducing. Itchy's yeah. Chewie's father watches softcore porn, and it is just the creepiest thing in the world. Well, of course you fancy me. You created me. I'm your fantasy. <laughs> Experience me. I'm yours here in this You're place and time. Adorable. You're adorable. And he keeps rewinding. And reminds about you're adorable, adorable, adorable. And one of the things that I found was really interesting. I don't know whether it has something to do with stage lighting or not, but Mark Hamill and Harrison Ford are both wearing eyeliner, like in all their scenes. Like for some reason, they had to put eyeliner on them. I don't know whether there was too much lighting or something like that, and it it washed out their eyes, so they put eyeliner in there to add definition. But they are one hundred percent definitely wearing eyeliner. I'm like, why? Is probably that? Yeah. To be honest, yeah, that makes your eyes pop more. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Like uh, it was like it's it's just weird. It's weird it's, that you would notice something. She Yeah. Well, with these TVs nowadays, I never really expected uh, back in '78 for us to see every fucking nook and cranny. Well, I mean, we're not seeing every nook and cranny. Like I said, this is a rip of a rip of a rip. Right, but the the fact that you can actually spot that out on your TV—that's saying something. I had I, I had seen this before. Now I have never watched this. As big of a Star Wars fan as I am, I have never watched this in one sitting. I was shocked. Yeah. I, I have watched I, I have seen it all in, in bits and pieces, but I decided to to talk about it tonight. I wanted to watch it in one sit down, in one go, in one in just one sitting. I don't think Lauren got through it either. Lauren did not. She yeah. she did whatever else she could to not pay, but she came back in to laugh like every now and she goes, What the fuck is going on? And I'm like, I don't fucking know. At some point, Han and Chewie got to get through an, an imperial blockade, and and guess what? They just show up at the end. Like yeah, there's no they, this, there's no resolution to that story. How'd they get through the imperial blockade? Oh, they're here. 
this this movie, like if I ever saw this, I would never ever watch anything Star Wars related for the rest of my life. Period. Yeah, I mean, it was definitely it's a uh, that bad. It was definitely one of those things that Lucas was worried about after this came out. Was that I, rightfully so? I mean, thank was, God he came back with Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, and I was wondering, like, it's obviously not anything he would ever say or anything that, that you would ever see anywhere else. But I mean, you know, did he? Um, he didn't really direct this. But it's one of those things where it's like he. No, but this time in, in he learned, that era, he had enough hand in this. Right, property. but 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 he 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 learned from his mistakes enough that that he corrected a lot of the script for Empire Strikes Back and stuff like true, that. True, changed Boba Fett's backstory, you know, reduced his character role and stuff like that to make him more mysterious. Whether he did that on purpose or not, it worked. Um, it works better that way. Changing yeah. old man Art Carney uh, from what he was into into Lando Calrissian. It's another brilliant move i mean there was there, he was still working on the script for empire strikes back in fact jay i wish that he had such a misstep before making the prequels i wish he did mm. because he would have had something to learn from he would have saw negative critical reception to a lot of things and 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 maybe maybe had corrected some of some of his aspects of the prequels yeah i don't know he did so much wrong with it though but by that point he was so far gone into his own i'm not, I'm not gonna say ego but just into himself and mm. i mean into telling the story he wanted to tell he that's all he's ever wanted to do is tell the story he wants to tell yeah doesn't no, matter what fans thought he, of it. He, he just had the money. To tell that story. He had the power. Yeah. He was just going to do whatever the hell he wanted. What is the most painful sequence for you in this? The most painful one to get through? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, well, the first one was Whipster. I was like, what the fuck is this? Um, but not, not that. It was, that's more f- comical. That's funny. Really, just the Wookiees. Just so much. By the end of the movie, there was just so much Wookiee interaction and and looks and glances and close-ups. And it was like, it was really uh, uncomfortable. And I think, oh gosh, there's so many. Um, uh, Probably the very end, the song. Oh, you're talking about uh, Leia's Leia's song? That's a song that she actually fought for to get in the movie. And she was uh, the whole she, speech and the song. Oh, God. And, and she and she wound up getting it, but she hated the song so much that she just phoned it in and said, "Fuck it." She did not care. It's also interesting to mention that Jefferson Starship was in this film as well, doing an entire musical number. And they, for some reason, he's he has a lightsaber for a microphone. He's holding it like right up to his mouth, and I was like, that that kind of seems weird. <laughs> Why would you do that? <laughs> I don't think he knew at the time. I think they put that in post. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They definitely put that in yeah. post. It was just like shooting a music video. It's just so it's just so fucking it Everything the, about this is bad. Everything. What did you think of like Story. what did you think of B. Arthur and B. Arthur's she who she said she only did this holiday special because her, her oldest son at the time was a massive Star Wars fan. So so when this came a knock in for her, she she went right at she she jumped right in and did it for her for her kid. Go for it, and, girl. And she, and you said that was the best that was the best part of it was, was her was her song in the cantina. <laughs> If there is such a thing. For me, the hardest part to get through is is that is just for some reason, right after the cartoon, there's about thirty minutes left in it 
there is an entire instructional video about how to turn a Ooh, yeah. how to make yep, a communication yep. system. That's like five minutes I long. Forgot about that. And it like, so like long. why is this an instructional video in the middle of this? Like if it's supposed to be a variety hour, I can get singing and dancing and stuff like that and, and doing all that. But why is there an instructional video about how to build a transmitter to talk to a race of people and that, that shut down? Out. It's, it keeps because like, they said it's for a race of people that yeah. that that they they go dormant like every hour like they run out of power like they're they're a race of androids so that run up <laughs> i give the actor credit for trying to pull that off but oh my god it's terrible it's so painful that's probably the worst one to be honest i think what's also painful is watching these these actors that you see portray the rest of star wars just completely like phoning it in oh come on mala give me a smile <laughs> and then he like slowly zooms in on her and it's like mm. <laughs> it's like what the fuck this- make it stop make it stop uh, the uh, I, I it just uh, it baffles me that like, I hate you so much, Dave. I can imagine like Star Wars fans like who who didn't see the holiday special, like just going out there hunting down this holiday special. They've heard so much about yeah. getting it, probably spending exorbitant amounts of money, then watching it and going, "What the fuck <laughs> is this? The right copy? Like, yeah, like right?" Yeah. <laughs> and like, there's clearly like a jerk off scene with Itchy the Wookie with with Chewbacca's dad, like just because they keep focusing back in on his mouth and he's going <laughs> and he's clearly like just fucking whacking off to this fucking hollow vid it's fucking crazy this is dude this it's ridiculous this this uh, star wars holiday special can only be brought to you by cocaine like that's the only thing that you can you can say made this happen everyone was on cocaine had to be harrison ford and stone mark hamill fucking carrie fisher George. <laughs> Lucas, Bruce Valanche, whoever was involved in this was fucking high. The only one I feel bad for is B. Arthur, who's just like, I'm going to be in Star Wars because my kid wants me to be. And she gets yeah. on there and she sings. She goes, this is going to be a thing that exists and I'll be in it forever. Yeah. Forever. Yeah. It, it is one it's of the worst things that has ever come out of the Star Wars universe. But Star Wars has had plenty of missteps uh, in its in, in its time of it has but the fans have stuck with it somehow <laughs> somehow uh yeah i mean like th- there was the time like after empire St- uh, at least the future looks bright david yeah. <laughs> there was a time that a- after return of the jedi came out it's called for the star wars fans it's called the dark times like it's when yeah. nothing came out star wars related it wasn't until the early 90s that they started getting comic books and 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 real life novels that were written in the universe they were in universe adventures of uh of post return of the jedi stuff that people really got got back into star wars and that's what wound up feeding into well, when did you get into star wars what year do you think 89 or 90 probably when okay I, so you were in that dark age yeah i was young and I then mean, you kind of faded back into it i was not i was not i was not born when eased any, into the prequels yeah. i was not born when any of the original trilogy came out i was born in 86 sure. so the original right. trilogy was was already done and over with so i discovered star wars in that dark age just like a lot of people that are our age yeah did. yeah so i mean it, it made sense that as a new generation came up and and found it that that it fed their hunger and it also meant that was as people came up who were younger 
during when Star when the original Star Wars came out and they heard about this holiday special, they just had to hunt it down and find it. And mm. now, as much as George Lucas wants it destroyed, the internet has made it available for everybody. And it is on YouTube right now. So if you want to punish yourself and you just <laughs> you just want to be you just want to be punished yeah. because you're a bad boy. Go ahead and watch the holiday special because you will feel like you were beaten by Star Wars because you stole something. <laughs> and then some. So that's going to do it for Super Movie Brothers tonight. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I, I hope you don't watch the holiday special. Uh, yeah, don't watch it. This please. was all about making Jay feel pain for making me watch Diving Bell and Butterfly. I have now gotten my retribution. It's also his penance for hating Evil Dead 2. So be, be warned, Jay. <laughs> Don't ever hate another beloved movie uh, of mine or of our listeners because I can't promise that you've been catching some shit for 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 not liking Evil Dead Two. I, I don't care. <laughs> so every time you hate something that's beloved, we will make you sit down and I watch something. Give just my as, honest opinion on it. Yeah, well, then then you will reap the rewards <laughs> of that, and then you will have to fucking watch the holiday special or something else of its ilk. I will strap you to a chair. I, uh, you will look like Malcolm McDowell at the end of fucking A Clockwork was, Orange. This was rough. I, I feel like nothing can get. I can't believe I got you to watch it. The best is when I texted you and I said, "You have to watch this." You went, "That's ninety minutes," and I was like, "Yeah, it is." <laughs> And the best part is, you don't know how bad it's going to be. I can tell you. How it's I didn't. Be. I had no idea. I was like, I literally just got out of work. I'm going to the gym. I'm like, fuck, I got to start watching this somehow, like, throughout my routine of, like, going to the gym and, like, getting back and getting ready and blah, 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 and eating and stuff like that before I come over here. It was going to be hard to fit in. So I had to, like, watch it while I was on the treadmill. I could tell you it's bad all day, but I can never prepare you for how bad it's really And in the bad. car, driving. Not, I'm a safe driver. <laughs> Mostly glances, but even still, but, you didn't need to be watching the screen that <laughs> just much. Just picturing you driving, and you're hearing whip, stir, whip, stir, whip, whip, stir. Oh wait, that's not the right order. <laughs> stir, whip, stir, whip, 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 stir. Oh my god, that's <laughs> so good. So, I want to thank everybody for listening. Have a great night. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, you look at Lumpy. He's sure grown, huh? I think his voice has changed. <laughs> Bow, bow, bow.